Welcome to the St. Michael Fall Podcast Series. My name is Chris Garada, and I'll be leading our meditation today. Our theme this fall is God is doing a new thing. Following our 75th anniversary celebration, St. Michael is refreshed and renewed for a bright future, and now God is calling us to make new commitments in our faith and in our community. Give thanks to the Lord and call upon his name. Make known his deeds among the peoples. A reading from the Gospel of Luke, chapter 12. Someone in the crowd said to Jesus, Teacher, tell my brother to divide the family inheritance with me. But Jesus said to him, Friend, who set me to be a judge or arbiter over you? And he said to them, Take care, be on your guard against all kinds of greed, for one's life does not consist in the abundance of possessions. Then Jesus told them a parable. The land of a rich man produced abundantly. And he thought to himself, What should I do? For I have no place to store my crops. Then he said, I will do this. I will pull down my barns and build larger ones, and there I will store all my grain and all my goods. And I will say to my soul, Soul, you have ample goods laid up for many years. Relax, eat, drink, and be merry. But God said to him, You fool! This very night your life is being demanded of you. And the things you have prepared... Whose will they be? So it is with those who store up treasures for themselves, but are not rich toward God. Jesus said to his disciples, Therefore I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat, or about your body, what you will wear, for life is more than food and the body more than clothing. Consider the ravens. They neither sow nor reap. They have neither storehouse nor barn, and yet God feeds them. Of how much more value are you than the birds? And can any of you, by worrying, add a single hour to your lifespan? If then you are not able to do so small a thing as that, why do you worry about the rest? Consider the lilies, how they grow. They neither toil nor spin. Yet I tell you, even Solomon in all his glory was not clothed like one of those. But if God so clothes the grass of the field, which is alive today and tomorrow is thrown into the oven, how much more will he clothe you, you of little faith? And do not keep striving for what you are to eat and what you are to drink, and do not keep worrying. For it is the nations of the world that strive after all these things, and your Father knows that you need them. Instead, strive for his kingdom, and these things will be given to you as well. Here ends the reading. I think we're all familiar with the old saying, you can't take it with you. If there's one universal human truth, it's that none of us make it out of this life alive. Death is the ultimate common denominator, and death can be so scary. I was recently with a friend at breakfast, and the idea of death came up. He said that death had recently begun to hang over him more than it ever had. He thought about it regularly and often couldn't turn his mind off. He's definitely not alone. Although some people try to ignore the idea of death, we all go through phases of life when the fear and uncertainty of death capture our hearts and minds in extremely vivid ways. Today's gospel lesson is anchored in the truth that death comes for us all, that none of us can escape death as simply a part of life. Jesus uses that universal human experience to encourage his disciples in two specific ways, and spending a few minutes on each is good for us today. First, Jesus addresses the idea of death 
as both an inevitability and something not to fear. Death is inevitable, but Jesus' life and ministry, his mission itself, was to defeat the sting of death completely. Through Jesus' resurrection, God defeats the power of death, and those who seek after God's truth in Christ can rest in the certainty that death is simply a change, not the end of life everlasting. Now, there is so much complex theology that we can jump into around the hope of the resurrection, but for our purposes today, let's just take Jesus at his word. Do not keep worrying. Instead, strive for the kingdom of God. And that takes me to Jesus' second point. Strive for the kingdom of God. Striving for God's kingdom seems like a natural goal for a disciple of Jesus, but any one of us will likely say, how? How do we strive for the kingdom of God? Jesus' second point gets at the idea of how we strive. Indeed, how we act on our faith as disciples of Jesus. At the beginning of today's lessons, Jesus says, Be on your guard against all kinds of greed, for one's life does not consist in the abundance of possessions. We know that the best of us, who God created us to be, has nothing to do with our possessions, and yet, we all seek and strive to accumulate more and more. We tell ourselves that we're only doing what we should do, that we're successful and wise and prudent. Yet, be on your guard that your possessions don't start possessing you. Jesus talks a lot about money because money matters too much to us. Today, we hear once again that storing up treasures on earth is a dangerous game. To be sure, money itself is not evil. It's only when money begins to distract us and define us and control us that money becomes a problem. That's why giving is so radically important to our discipleship identity. Giving is the root of healthy, faithful discipleship. Giving is not just because a ministry needs volunteers or because the church needs to meet its budget. Giving is what sets us on a right path toward transformation. If you've ever struggled to be generous in giving, if you've ever struggled to give sacrificially, then today, today is your invitation. Today, Jesus is reminding all of us that what we see in this world is not all there is, and when death comes, life changes forever, and what we have stored up as treasures on earth will be meaningless. So instead, we shouldn't rely on possessions to define who we are. We shouldn't root our identity in the size of our bank accounts, but instead we should be generous and sacrificial in how we give our time, talent, and yes, our treasure, so that our possessions never risk possessing us. There is a danger for those who rely on the treasures of the earth, for those who store up treasures for themselves but are not rich toward God, will find themselves far from where they should be in the end. Amen. Please join me as we continue in the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Lord Jesus Christ, you stretched out your arms of love on the hard wood of the cross. 
that everyone might come within the reach of your saving embrace. So clothe us in your spirit that we, reaching forth our hands in love, may bring those who do not know you to the knowledge and love of you. For the honor of your name, amen.